Golf, tennis, and NASCAR are basically the exact same thing. Shitty ass sports. Sport. Shitty ass sports that you can watch while you are trying to take a nap. Yep, and in all three, I only watch it to listen to women go, Ugh! Me too. Fitzgerald's in St. Paul. We are the Daves you know. This is the Daves I know. You want me to be that type of dude and I want to be who you like me to but we both know I can't do nothing at all. It's already 10.04. Oh, man. So do you think do you think this podcast will get better as the exhaustion sets in, or do you think that it will get worse, like our recording of the podcast tonight? I don't know. That's a, that's a very good question. Um, we, had, we had some meetings tonight, you know, some just internal personal meetings tonight. Internal. <laughs> so yeah. nothing's, nothing's bonkers or whatever, but, yeah, I don't know. It's... Might get might get a little weird. That's all right. I think it will get I, worse I, as we get. I'm more already time. I'm already rocking rum hams, so you know. Is that kind of meeting? Yeah, it's that kind of meeting. Yeah. So well, so. We, you know, I don't want to talk about the meeting, but uh, the reason I was at the meeting, I suppose, is worthy news for the podcast that uh, I am now going to be the um, Dark Clouds uh, Tifo Czar moving forward. So I'm going to be in charge of Tifo. How's that sound? Uh, sounds like a thing. How would you like? Good, oh good, yeah! Good. Wow, great fucking way in there. Hey, how's that sound? It sounds like the thing you just said out loud. Like yeah, I love your opinion. Good for you. Good for you. No, no, we're 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 excited for you to be there. Uh, obviously, dude. Like you know, you have the skills to do it. So, no, honestly, like as someone, I so I do um, like membership and partnerships for the Dark Clouds. I I'm very excited to be like. Yeah, I have this kick-ass dude who's doing TIFO who needs some help and needs some money or needs some supplies and shit like that. I feel confident in going to people and saying, hey, I I have a kick-ass person who's going to, like, execute this shit out of these things. Um, That gives me a lot of confidence going going forward. I appreciate that. Awesome. I'm very excited for it. It's going to be great. My first yeah. TIFO idea was going to be this one. I want to do the kind of TIFO where everybody has their own placard. But on the placard, it's just going to have, like, you know, we're going to take, like, basically a picture of the dark clouds from one game. And we're going to blow it up and then cut it up so that everybody just has a, basically a picture of some other fan. And so everybody just holds up a picture and it just looks like a picture of the dark clouds. That is not the worst idea ever. It would be, I think it would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's not the worst idea ever, man. Weirdly meta, you know? <laughs> Anyways, okay. Not the my. worst idea ever. Oh, let's, let's put what, it that What way. is the worst idea ever? What's the worst TIFO? Uh, let's see. Did you see the one where the guy was smoking a big blunt? No, the worst idea ever is when uh, Toronto held up the TIFO f- about Montreal when they were implying that Montreal would suck their dick. Uh, that was oh, the that, worst yeah, TIFO that, yeah. ever. I do remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was the worst TIFO idea ever. So right. whoever whoever that got passed, both in the Montreal supporters group, or the Toronto supporters group, and the Toronto front office. Yeah, yeah. That, I would love not to great. see the organizational structure that it passed through all these levels, and everybody was just like, "All right, 
Sounds good. Looks good. A yeah. Montreal lady sucking a Toronto dude's dick. Well, cool. You know, uh, conversely, was that not maybe their pride tifo? Were they trying to say <laughs> this behavior is acceptable to us? We support it, and we don't think we should be in the closet about it. We should think we should be out there about it. No, they are Canadian. Definitely no. Definitely no. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Sorry. All right. We've pa- we've passed the three minutes of banter. No more banter. Let's get on to some fucking podcasting. Hey, how's the, how about that recent game that happened? Uh, it wasn't a game. Yeah. All right. Well, so well, this has been the this day. Is the, this, <laughs> yes, that's true. This is the point of the podcast where we sort of talk about the game that just happened. And uh, as I'm sure all you know, we are U.S. men's national team fans. We are you are U.S. citizens, so we are obligated uh, and beholden to support our U.S. men's national team. Yeah, not like and those Costa Rican national not team. Not like those Costa Rican U.S. Yeah. citizens who are not U.S. citizens. Fuck you, Costa Rica loon. <laughs> yeah, it's all on. I'm calling you out, you do. Um, anyways, fault. but beside the point, um, we are we are Americans, and we are lucky to have been born here. So I don't know, because we are lucky. lucky to have been born here. Very lucky. A lot of people have, are not lucky to be born where they are. So. In a country where you can tear up a referee's <laughs> notebook on a U.S. Open Cup night and not get fucking, you know, yeah. sent to prison forever. So uh, the U.S. men's national team had some had some drama. I don't know yes. how much you want to talk about this. Like, uh, yeah, did you watch any of these games? I watched both of them. Let's okay. give it ninety seconds so that I don't <laughs> okay. fucking vomit. I didn't over the watch bar. the. Uh, to be fair, I did not watch the Costa Rica game. I, I, had, I had other obligations that night, um, but I did watch. Uh, with uh, my wife and uh, another dark cloud, uh, the Honduras game. And I think I tweeted out in the middle, like, in the middle of the game after Honduras had scored, it's probably like around the 80, 70th minute or whatever, right before U.S. scored, like, where were you when the U.S. did not qualify for the 2018 Russia World Cup? I thought that was pretty appropriate. It's a question we're going to have to be fucking asking ourselves pretty soon here. Yeah, so what do you, what do you think about the U.S. performances from these two games? Well, obviously it was poor. Um, the, it was, it was, I, I saw some hot takes, smoldering takes, uh, people trying to say, well, you know what, hot take? I think the U.S. actually played well. We lost, but I liked what I saw. Dude, Wait, who was offering that hot take? Oh, it, pe- people I actually admire. Um, I'd have to d- double-check on the names that it said that, but a couple of people, and they generally are people I, I admire for their soccer coverage. So, um, n- no, we were, we were playing at home. Uh, against Costa Rica, and Costa Rica didn't just spring a counterattack and beat us a couple of times. It wasn't it wasn't luck. They outplayed us, uh, you know, board to board. So um, that was that was really hard to watch. Um, I, I think we're at a point where Bobby Wood just needs to be in there. You know, uh, U.S. improved when Bobby Wood came on the Honduras game. I think uh, he's I, th- I think he's got a little bit of Wondolowski in him. He, he he's got a skill for being in the right place at the right time and just finding a goal and. Uh, we give Wondolowski a lot of shit, but he's built a pretty good career out of doing that kind of thing. And I think it is a skill. I don't think it's just luck. There are people who just know how to find the game like that. Yeah. Um, that said, uh, but I mean, know, the Honduras game was uh, honestly as depressing as uh, what we saw against Costa Rica because Costa Rica is <laughs> a better team. We lost. It was very upsetting. We should be successful against CONCACAF opponents, but Hondur- Honduras is not Costa Rica. Yeah. But fire Quinsman, right? Definitely fire Klinsman. I think we should still fire Klinsman. <laughs> De- fire him again. Like, why the fuck not? I think we should fire Arena and Klinsman and um, fucking who else can we fire? Is there anybody else? 
Bob Bradley, he, I mean, he's still, he's, he's in. Just in case, for just for one yeah, just, more. Just in case, you know. Tom Sermani, you, you, know, you know, you want to make sure. Tom Sermani, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, fire uh, PS. Fire me a ham. Uh, yeah, fire me a ham. Like, fire, <laughs> fucking fire them all, man. All right. <laughs> okay, good. All right, that, 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 now that we got that out of our system. Yeah. That's great. Because um, this is, I mean, we are the Daves, and the Daves are, uh, Fully uh, Liverpool supporters. So let's talk about some of the Liverpool drama that's happened oh, man. over the course of the last uh, couple weeks. Liverpool so just swinging Liverpool the old eight-incher and throwing it on the bar top Ooh. here. Oh, man. Talk about it. Talk about it, my my friend. Like, we we did not sell Coutinho. I, I was saying on this, on this fucking podcast three weeks ago, we were not selling Coutinho. I'm People laughed happen. at me. My friends laughed at me. They said, oh, yeah, you're selling Coutinho. It's not, it, Barcelona's going to buy him. We're not selling Coutinho. I said that. I drafted him in our uh, fantasy league in the eighth round of our fantasy. Savvy league. move. That yeah. is a that's a that's a fucking steal. Uh, not only did uh, Coutinho not get sold, um, he uh, was named to the Champions League roster, um, but now he uh, says he's refusing to play for. Liverpool in the Champions League, so I don't know what to say about that. I mean, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what his form looks like when he hasn't played a competitive match in a year. You know, it, it, this is a game of chicken that Liverpool will win. Yes, if it plays, hundred percent. If it plays, and oh. what, what's what's fortunate is they actually kind of have a good enough team that they can afford to. Because uh, you know, it, before it's a sort of leverage question, like, well, we're fucked if we don't have X guy, or you know, what are you gonna not have Luis Suarez play? You know, four years ago, but. We can do okay with Coutinho well, the, without the, Coutinho. The thing was, Luis Suarez like stayed four years ago and played with us because yeah. he wanted to get that contract mm-hmm. with Barcelona. And and like, I'm I'm on record in this podcast of saying I don't think we're gonna we're not gonna get 150 million dollars for uh, Philip Coutinho next year. A second, we swipe, absolutely no. should have sold him for that if we if we really wanted to sell him and for that amount of money. We should have sold him this year. Absolutely, I hundred percent agree. But we're not, um, but the statement is that we're not in here to just turn money. That's we're exactly. here to compete. And that's, that's an incredible statement. That's the point, and I think that's what FSG is trying to do with 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 Liverpool and and with Coutinho and say, listen, fucking sh- show up or shut up. Like mm-hmm. you don't want to play, fine, cool. Yep. He will, and I think with Klopp and with FSG, they will. Their FSG's has more than enough money to pay him to just sit. In a fucking corner mm-hmm. for the entire year. He's, you know what's he's not, not going to do that. You know what's really. not going to happen? He's not going to get Brazil call-ups, especially in front of a, a World Cup qualifying yep. sector. Like he's Brazil's already qualified for the World Cup. They don't need to call him up. They're not going to call him up just because if he's not training, if he's training and he's not actually playing mm-hmm. matches, yep. and he's not going to get a, a, a call-up in 2018. So if he wants to sit by himself on the bench, yeah. fine, whatever. Well, his, his, He's not going to do it. And his 2018 value, even if Liverpool decides they want to part ways with him, then is going to go to shit if he just sits on the. You know, Barcelona's not going to come knocking for the same price for a dude who hasn't played a competitive match in a year. And you know, you know? what? He signed a contract last winter. Yeah. A five-year contract. That's so what contracts, that's how they work. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, you have to. that. To deal with that, so um, no, I'm excited. You know, uh, if he plays and he gets it over the attitude and the ego hit that sh- certainly he's taken, um, he's a great player, and you, w- you want him playing if he's going to have his head in the game. Absolutely. Uh, but again, uh, the statement is, in, I mean, who as a Liverpool fan was not Mui Firmino 
when they fucking watched all that. And I, I didn't see it coming at all. I figured, because it, you know, it's a common story. Same thing happens every year. The guys who want the guy get the guy, and your, your BVBs in your Liverpool are just stuck in this cycle of turning guys, turning a profit, and then going out buying seven guys, and maybe a couple of them work. And it's just an eternal cycle. This is pretty exciting. Yeah, absolutely is. And, I mean, all the other uh, transfers that Liverpool made in this transfer window have been amazing, like Salah. Salah, yeah. Great. A- Andy Robertson is stepping in that left-back position. Like, who would have fucking thought that Andy Robertson would be uh, a person who could step back in that, step into that left-back position? Right. We were, like, we were all circling Virgil van Dijk, and I'm sure van Dijk will probably come to Liverpool eventually at some point, maybe January. Because it would be nice. Whatever. Back line we definitely, still sucks. We definitely still need some help on the back line. Yeah. Um, but this team can score four goals on I, I would wager any team in the Premier League. I so I th- I don't think there's a team that, uh, in the world they couldn't score four <laughs> goals on. But I they, I mean the problem is that on any given night they can give up four they goals could to get anybody. Easily give up five or six. Yeah. yeah so no, that's, so. that's a pr- same fucking problem with Liverpool. But it it is a more fun time to be a Liverpool fan than it's ever been in in my experience of being a fan. Because again. Yeah. I joined my fandom in like 2008, 2009, right as they started to turn down. So that's fair. Um, and then there's other transfer drama too. The you know the window's shut now, but um, Diego Costa <laughs> still a Chelsea man. Great what fucking fuck? uh, fantasy draft pick of mine, <laughs> which was an accident by the way. Um, oh, oh, was it? Oh yeah, yeah. Fucking same as my fantasy results this week. It's all it's all a big mistake. Um, uh, h- help me out here. Obviously, mbop, bop, bop. That's what I went Mbappe. Out, I always just think of it. Kylian Mbappe went to PSG. Mbop. Um, a bunch of a bunch of shit happened on yeah. uh the Dembele. Yeah, Dembele turned, obviously yeah. went to uh, Barcelona. Barcelona thought they were going to get both Mbappe and, or sorry, not Mbappe, but uh, Dembele and uh, Coutinho. Sort of a one-two. I don't know, understand because they already have Suarez and uh, Messi, but apparently they needed two other players to fill one role well, for that team. Barcelona clearly had no like firm strategy. Barca- in so this Bar- transfer window. So like part of the part of the the, the transfer deadline news is that Barcelona has no fucking idea what they're doing. Um, I want to point out that they uh, Barcelona's president came out and said that. Uh, Leo Messi had signed his contract, his contract extension, and <laughs> Leo Messi's camp came out and said, "Actually, we have not signed that yet." And then Barcelona's president came out and said, "Actually, it's signed mostly, like in principle. It just just needs the signature." To which Messi said, "Like, I've not actually signed that contract yeah. yet." So happy so to tell you how. <laughs> the law works there's if you'd a, like there's a bunch of other transfer deadline shit that like is not like not being really reported because it's just like oh yeah like this whole like messy shit is like Messi's actually not signed his contract his team came out and said he signed the contract on multiple fronts they said that Messi's like no I actually have not signed the contract and nobody in the Spanish press is reporting that Messi has not actually signed that contract. Um, which leads me to believe that the Spanish media and the Spanish government are corrupt. 
What a time Same. to be alive. Yeah. I mean, now that our government is not also corrupt. Oh, so. yeah. yeah. Don't believe anything that comes out of yeah. Oh, this uh, is fun. <laughs> it's right. terrible. No, this is terrible. Let's uh, can we move? Can we move on to? Let's uh, talk about United. Yeah, the stuff we care about. Yeah. Uh, so um, U13, U14 uh, Academy kicked off this weekend. Um, you can actually go and watch their games. I don't know if you're uh, aware of that or not, but you can go and watch the Academy games up at uh, up in Blaine. Yeah, the, encourage the you encourage you to do that. I mean, uh, every every way you can support the entirety of the uh, structure for United is all good. So uh, you know, head on up and listen. Like this is an opportunity to go up to the Nessie, maybe do some barbecuing. Oh yeah, old time time. Yeah, you know, like grill out. You know, bring some beers. Share some beers, all that. Uh, yeah, definitely. All the thirteen yeah. and fourteen year olds, and then and then premium. yell at thirteen and fourteen yeah. year olds. <laughs> That'd be like, great. Absolutely, like definitely, you definitely should get drunk and yell at thirteen year olds. Totally. Why not? Yeah. Um, other news. Uh, this had, in 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 practice, it had basically already happened that Kadri yeah. has actually been formally released. Yes. Uh, by the team from formally his loan. released. So yep. Uh, I mean, we weren't playing him. Uh, man, do you remember how excited we were about Kadri? I, and I, I guess maybe it was just because of the time. You know, we still didn't have a full roster, so we're thinking, all right, now here we go. Man, yeah. it just did not pan out. Um, maybe on a better team, he could have. You know, he could have been a piece in MLS, but uh, as it worked out, probably maybe, for the best. Maybe on a better team, maybe on a shittier team. No, no I, 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 you know, I, I think that I think that he can be enabled to be better than he was by a team around him that's giving good service, that's doing better with the ball that he gives, stuff like that. But I don't I, think I don't think he's. I, 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 I'd argue that on a non-Heath team, he might have been better served in MLS. Yeah. That's just me. How could a team be worse? I'd argue on a non-Heath team. Oh, on a non-Heath team. Yeah, I fucking Heath. misunderstood you. I got you. Adrian Heath. That, yeah, being the. Caveat there. So, anyways, that's good. Along, move, yeah. Moving along. Uh, yeah. F- uh, so uh, Jose Leiton, which is uh, another Costa Rican dude, he's actually finally practicing with the team. Uh, it'd been a little bit of a transition there. Um, you know, there was obviously international break here, and he had been getting some paperwork sorted out. Uh, so his loan deal here is uh, effective. He's practicing with the team. Um, some gentleman said online that he could uh, play left midfield or left back. I've heard conflicting things about you know, he's only he's only a left winger. More and more wingers. Uh, it remains all to be seen. But uh, we got another human being, and maybe he'll be great. Cool. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Really say it. We don't know. We don't yeah, know what he's going to be until we see him. If he's yeah. a left back, then God help us. If he's a if he's well. depth at the left mid, then great. Well, Mar- awesome. March Burke is March Birch is Mark fucking beer. Mark Mark Birch. Birch is coming healthy, you know. So so he's going to be here ready to uh, actually play some left back sooner rather than later. So that, that's going to be, you know, we don't need Leighton uh, playing left back. Justin Davis is dead, I think. Is he? Um, has probably, he been murdered? Yeah, he's probably been cold he's blood. probably dead and, and murdered. So what what is what has to happen in our defense for him to say Justin Davis needs another look? I get not giving Venegas a look. Venegas uh, underperformed <laughs> just completely. Trying to, just trying to figure out the murder scenario. Well, because it, you for, heard nothing from where, him. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, okay, go. Yeah. Let me, let me, so the murder scenario for Justin Davis gets a left back starting spot again. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, so, all right, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna do this like a murder suicide thing. Sure. Right? So Ish Jom suicides himself. Jose yeah. Latone thinking that Mark Birch is gonna get it back again. Murders Mark, Mark Birch. Birch. Latone thinks he's got the crown now. Yeah, Latone thinks he has the crown. Latone, um, but then tries to murder Francisco Cabo, who spots at left. Uh, who's back. like, yep. "Fuck you, Jose Latone! I'm gonna murder you!" Murders Jose Latone. <laughs> um, but now Calvo's king shit at left <laughs> back, and so. But then Calvo murders Boxel to take back the center back position, sliding in Justin Davis. So he boom well, done. Even even then though, I think that probably Calvo trying to gain more territory and a sort of conquest. He probably wants to unite the left back and the left center back positions. He wants them both. He wants that ownership, and so I think Davis has to. Are chip you away talking about a, 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 th- a three man back line? Is that what you're talking about? I'm talking about a three-man backline <laughs> where one player covers an entire half of the field, though. Yeah, three-man backline. Oh, for Christ's sake! No, no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, think, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that Cabo murders, yeah, Boxall slots the left center slots, yeah, and then let's Davis on the left-hand side. Goodness gracious! I mean, the right. o- the other option is a, a very, breaking news. The other really? option is a very aggressive and a very mean uh, murdering of people. Well, so. I, here's one other option you didn't consider. Okay, so Justin Davis murders Adrian Heath, and then the team is forced to hire another competent <laughs> coach, and then the coach just says, okay, yeah, sure, whatever, he's in. That's a much simpler scenario. <laughs> Assuming that Justin Davis is acquitted <laughs> for the murder he certainly committed. <laughs> Whatever. That's, that's fair. That's 100% fair. It's time for tactical schmactical, which is kind of what we just did, really, yeah, if you think about it. Uh, we're going to preview the Philadelphia yeah. Union game. If you forgot what soccer in Minnesota looks like, it's coming back, baby. We only have three home games left, and this is one of them. Yeah. So Philadelphia Union, if you're going to catch a team that you're hoping to see a win against, you probably don't have a better option than watching Philadelphia Union. Philadelphia are Minnesota United poor lately. Yeah. Or like the, this the will Minnesota, not be a good game. They're the Minnesota United of the Eastern Conference. Yes. It's a very this good, will not way be a good game to describe them. I mean, C.J. Zipong is good. Uh, he is finally overtook Ramirez as the highest scoring American in MLS. Yeah, um, not until I see his long form birth certificate. He yeah, and, and please don't do that. That's really, yeah. Um, Andre Blake uh, was actually like pushing Philadelphia into the playoffs until he had his injury, his hand injury in the uh, uh, Gold Cup, and then since then he's given up a lot of goals in uh, a short amount of games. So, yeah, I mean, th- they attack well. They score a lot of goals, and it's pretty much and they have Philadelphia how, they're, how they're good, yeah. Yep. Uh, CJ Sapong obviously stands out. He's got 12 goals right now, so that's uh, awesome for him. And I think he's got – I think he's sitting on uh, 
five assists, so he's got he you know he's he's providing as well. However, I'm going to throw on the statement. I've kind of mispronounced it because I haven't actually heard somebody say it out loud. Uh, Harris uh, Medunjanin. Uh, Harris uh, actually is sitting on eight assists. He leads the team in assists. He's not afraid to play both sides of the ball, and I think he's been key in activating uh, CJ Spong and the rest of that attack. So uh, I'd watch out for the central midfield there. Okay. So who sucks then? Well, the Union haven't won a match in over a month. They've conceded 10 goals in four matches uh, since beating FC Dallas. And who doesn't beat FC Dallas? These days, yeah. Yeah, these days. So, um before the drop, the Union were in the playoffs. Now they're five points behind and need to hurdle three teams before they get back into the playoffs. So clearly, losing Blake hurt them. Um, but this team's been absolutely atrocious on defense all year, honestly. And while, yes, they can score goals if they don't keep a clean sheet, um, they're at best getting a point. This defense, I mean, I'm not, I, I, this defense is ter- fucking terrible. I mean, Gooch is on the defense, and Gooch has been bad, and I've always been a hard defender of Gooch on the U.S. Men's National Team, but he's been really bad on defense this year. So. Uh, Gucci Mama's on the team. The the other um, the other uh, U.S. Men's National erstwhile player uh, that they have is Alejandro Bedoya, um, and I'm going to put him under the sucks column. So he's got a designated player contract. Uh, that said, he he's he started consistently this year. He's sitting on 22 starts, 17 of those has been at central midfield. However, he has one goal and two assists. That's not the kind of production that you need out of a central midfielder. I don't care which you know, even if they're more uh, defensively positioned. For a DP, Bedoya needs to uh, do better, and he hasn't. Uh, additionally, he rakes up fouls and yellow cards like nobody else on the team. Dude has been a bust this year, and that's too bad because it's been truly his first full season with Philadelphia on a team that is for a long time is right on the cusp of the playoffs. A better Alejandro Bedoya could have been the difference there. Okay. Yeah. So how does United play him then? We know what they suck at and what they're good at, so what do we do? Well, I think that the way that Minnesota bunkered down against Chicago is precisely how we should play uh, every team going forward, honestly. But specifically this team. Um, the back line looked competent with Cabo, Boxo, Coleman, Tyson, and then Finley and Tyson show some great chemistry going forward, <laughs> making over those overlapping runs. Like we need to defend and counter, even if it's unintentionally, which I think, honestly, with with Adrian Heath, it's probably unintentionally. Um, and the Loons should we should get all three points at home. Like that's absolutely what we should do. Against this team, do you remember what it's like to be a fan of a team and say, hey, we're playing at home. I expect to win, and I'm disappointed not to get it, instead of just like, hey, we got a point out of it. All right. Yeah. Uh, no, we, three points are on offer right here. We should take them. Um, I, I agree. I think it's a counterattack. I think that secretly we've been a counterattacking team for a while. It's not Heath style. It's more possession-oriented, but we haven't had, uh, honestly, the talent to pull that off. But we do have some speedy wingers. we got quite a few of them, actually. Um, and we've got a couple of players who can put in uh, a, a well-weighted ball to somebody who's making a counterattack. So um, let's do it again. Let's see what that um, brings us. Interestingly, I, I want to propose like a, a unique formation for you. Okay, a four-five-one, which I mean, depending positionally, is not may not be necessarily that different than a four-two-three-one, but that's neither here nor there. Um, here, here's here's the way I see it: um, the four in the back that you just described. 
uh, unless Mark Birch is ready for left back, and then I would push Box all out, Calvo to left center, and Box or uh, Birch on the left. But if he's not ready, what you said in the midfield, uh, right in the center of the midfield, I put Ibsen. Uh, moving to the right on the right center, I'd put Finley at the right center and Molino at the right wing. Molino's a winger. It's time to stop pretending he's not a winger. On the left side, uh, in the left center, I would put Ibarra. And out wide left, I would put Nicholson. And then, assuming Ramirez is not ready to go, Dunlady right up top. Five-man midfield. We play it wide. We stretch the field. We've got our speediest guys way on the outside. And we got uh, maybe better playmakers uh, on the outside, on the inside outside, right? Uh, it means no defensive midfielder. That's a gamble, I think. I think we can do it. I think we can do it. Wait, but do you think Adrian Heath will do it? No, no, I don't think he'll do it at all. Of, but course, I, he I, of course he won't. I, th I think it could be a great formation for us for, with the talent we have right now. That Actually, that makes a lot of sense, man. It makes better use of the glut of wingers that we have. The only fear I have is that it lacks that, that defensive midfield spot, and we know this team with its defense, it's it's problematic, but we've the, got a... But here's the thing. The, the defense actually has acquitted itself pretty well. They've, they've gotten better, the yeah. Last, the last couple weeks. Well, they've like, also had a defensive midfield ahead yeah. of them, so... But moving Calvo out of the, of the, out of the defense, though, in your scenario, is not good. No, I'm not saying move Calvo out. I'm, I'm, I'm saying if Birch is available, move Calvo back to left center, put Birch out wide. If Birch is not available, leave Calvo out wide, and you know you have Boxall in there. Okay. Calvo's in certainly. It's a question of whether Birch is available or not. Okay. And Boxall is the one that gets kicked out no matter what. So. Okay. It's never gonna happen, but fuck, it's my dream. So I who, can dream. who wins? I'm sorry to say, I, I think it's a draw. I look at these two teams, I think they actually have a lot of the same strengths and weaknesses. I see a 2-2 two to two draw out of it. All right. I project a 3-1 win because more it's confident. fucking Philadelphia. I, I would love to be Eden Crow this weekend, but I never pick wrong, so it's not going to happen. So. Uh, you, you absolutely always pick wrong. That's a great so. transition. Let's move on to picks or it didn't happen. Brought to you by mm. Cherry Picker. Uh, fucking cider. You ever had that? No. I'll show you a picture of the uh, label. It's just got this like uh, this like Fabio-looking Lothario who's picking cherries off of a fucking tree. Or I don't know how vine. I don't know how they grow. And then uh, and he's looking you know seductively at the what would be the camera. There's like a buxom lady behind him who's kind of holding her hand in front of her mouth like ooh, Mister Open-Shirted Lothario. How are you picking my cherries? You know that's what. Yeah. That's who sponsored this uh, segment. Oh, cool. I'm glad. <laughs> He's literally packing up and leaving right now. He does not care. Um, so, so how do we do? Only four uh, games. I did better than you. Um, I went 2-2. Two two, you went 1-3. The New England Revolution beat Orlando City SC 4 to nothing. Good because, Lord. Yeah, Orlando City SC is shit now. It's not good. Um the impact, and I I picked that one correctly. Uh, the impact lost to the fire on the road. Fire beat them on the road, actually. One to nothing. Nobody picked that because why would you pick that? Uh, FC Dallas and Red Bulls ended 2 2. Uh, we both picked that. And then LA Galaxy beat. They won a home game. At home. Yeah, they won a home game. 
Good the for first them. time ever. The first time ever. <laughs> Nobody picked that one. So. No. Yeah. Um, so I'm 138, 151. You are 121 at 168. I'm 17 games behind you. Yeah. I need to get picking. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, our uh, our picks for this week. next week. We actually have a full slate of games. This will be good. We do. Um, I had, on, man. Yeah, NYCFC versus Sporting KC. I have NYCFC winning two to one. I actually got this the is inverse. This game that's actually happening right now or tonight or whatever. So we're we're it's so late for us, right? Yeah. Uh, I've actually got the inverse score. I've got Sporting beating New York City two to one. Too many injuries on New York. Okay. Uh, on Saturday, Chicago Fire versus Red Bulls. I got Chicago Fire winning two to one. Uh, Chicago Fire winning one to nothing. Not a lot of goals in this one. Fire trying to bounce right. back from shitty form. Right. Toronto FC beats the San Jose Earthquakes three to nothing. I only had two to nothing, but yep, uh, Toronto's got to win. All right, NYCFC beating Portland four to one. Two to two draw. Oh, gross. <laughs> All right, DC United with Orlando City SC uh, two two draw. Oh. I actually got United winning one to nothing. Orlando no. is not good. Heath out in Orlando, do you think? Heath oh. out? Also, yeah, also <laughs> gross. Um, all right. New England Revolution versus Montreal Impact. I have the Impact winning two to one. I have them winning two to nothing. All right. Perfect. Uh, MNUFC versus Philadelphia United. Three to one to uh, Loons. Sorry, two to two draw, I've got. Uh, you're the worst. That's true. Dynamo versus Colorado Rapids. I have Dynamo winning two to nothing. Yep, I have the exact same score. Dynamo at home, man. All right. Whitecaps versus Real Salt Lake. Three to one, Whitecaps. I got three to one Salt Lake. Salt Lake got hot. Really? Salt oh Lake got my hot. God, man. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. All right. Uh, Sporting KC uh, visiting Columbus Crew. I have Sporting KC winning two to one on the road. Uh, one one draw for me. All right. All right, Atlanta FC versus Dallas, FC Dallas. I have F- Atlanta FC. <laughs> <Not> Dallas. <laughs> yeah, I have Atlanta FC beating FC Dallas 4-1 to one at home. 4-1? to one. Yeah. Good Lord. It's going to be a, a goal fest, man. Goal fest. A whole fest of goals. A uh, goal fest. Uh, I've got Atlanta United winning just 2-1 to one by a much more fucking reasonable conservative score. All right. Uh, and then Seattle Sounders Beating the LA Galaxy three to one at home, I got Sounders winning one to nothing. Um, I actually think this, this game will suck, just like the last one did. <laughs> okay, in my opinion. You ready to uh, tell me a little bit about your fantasies? Yeah. No, there indul- was a wide discrepancy let's in our performances this week. <laughs> let's indulge your fantasy. My um, fantasy is to not talk about this at all. Yeah. So uh, one of us is now in ninth place. Well, it must be me. I was in 10th place last week. One of us now is in 12th place. 12th? Yeah. How far did you drop? Let's talk about uh, about that. Um, I was smart, and uh, actually... Oh, you were smart. uh, Why don't you tell us how many fucking points you got? I got 63. You bury the lead. (laughs) Nobody's listening anymore. 63 points. That's good for a four-game week. To be fair, yeah, there's four games. You know, if 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 you're participating in our... Uh, MLS Fantasy League, you should know there's only four games. Um, Dave Martin, unfortunately, uh, forgot to uh, change his fantasy team. I'm guessing That's what you think happened. <laughs> you, you don't think it was just fucking brute strategy that I <laughs> had almost no players that were actually playing? 
Dave Martin got eight points. To be I got fair, eight, eight points. Eight points. To be fair, Dave Martin was not the worst player <laughs> in the league. I knew what I was doing. <laughs> the worst player in the league got two points. So at least you were not. I must be the worst player who's trying <laughs> still. No, no. That, that person was like super close to us. Oh, all right. Yeah. So you, you dropped on a bunch of places. I feel good about this. Yeah. So now I, I'm in ninth place. Um, Dave Barton is now in 12th place. Uh, yeah, life is not worth living. I've said it before. The, the, the top of the league, the, the first, second, third places have not changed at all. So let's not talk about them at all. Um, and then, yeah, of course, all of the EPL Bundesliga stuff, not, like now the leagues are playing. So yep. nothing to shit. say there. Nothing uh, to say in Bundesliga. Yeah, nothing to say there. Alas. Let's go to questions. Let's go to the twit bag. Do you like the twit bag? Yeah. I kind of do. How about the twit bag? Whole bag of twit. All right. So, we have two questions. Okay. How many fans would it take to push the hurricanes from the ocean up to Montana and California so the rain could put out the forest fires? That's from uh, Rambling Robert. Rambling Robert. Robert underscore the underscore red. Better question is how many fans would it take to push the hurricanes back and just kind of have them hover over Mar-a-Lago in Florida? Better question is how many uh, fucking assholes would it take to unelect fucking Donald Trump? Is that where you thought this question was going, Robert? We're not even going to answer it? I'm going to say 17. I'm going to say 17 is the number of fans to uh, push the hurricanes into the Northwest. Yeah. Have you been smelling the f- the smoke out here? Yeah, those fires are are untold miles away, and you step outside and it smells like you're at a campfire. Super glad we have this guy as president. <laughs> <laughs> There's no conversation that can't come back to that. Oh, that's good. Right, and our second question, yeah. um, unrelated to Robert's question, <laughs> from, what? M- from MJ, um, what should Hashtag FNUFC expect from any sons, daughters of Ben's this weekend versus Phil Union. What should we expect from their supporters? I don't know. Um, Brotherly love, probably. Probably. I mean, if, 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 if we can't ever hear uh, the Blue Hell... Oh, that's Kansas City, you know. Yeah, if we can't, so if we, if if they are in, taking up an entire section, we can't hear them. Why the hell would we hear fifteen people from Philadelphia? I don't know. Oh, I, I get your que- your thing about the blue hell now. Yeah, um, I have, I don't even know how many are are traveling this week. Uh, I don't care. Philadelphia Union is not a real team. Uh, their supporters group that's, is not that's real. A fair assumption. Yeah, yeah I. I Think we're all aligned on that? Fuck you, sons of Ben. Why does Philadelphia you? still have bimbo on their jerseys? Why aren't you ladies of Ben? Oh, right. Yeah. Daughters of Ben. Daughters of Ben. No. Yeah. Of course. Why you know why? Not. Because they're, they're, they're fucking pieces sexist. of shit. Yeah. Yeah, they're pieces of shit. So pieces I, I, of shit. I think the real answer to the question, what should we expect from the Sons of Ben uh, this weekend, is uh, uh, sexism. Apologies for apologies. Their, their continued uh, 
sexist, misogynistic behavior. There it is. That's, that's what I expect. That's what I expect. Yeah. You, so you, you, you're into that? Our strong contingent of Philadelphia listeners. My hashtag is at offensive underscore loons. You can forward your apologies for your bro-centric misogyny uh, directly there. Yeah, please do. That would be. It'd be fantastic. I feel like we actually. made a difference tonight, yeah, don't you? I know. We fucking yeah. changed the world. Yeah. Um, that should be our TIFO. <laughs> I should make a TIFO. It's like, why not daughters have been? And it's just like a cracked Liberty Bell, and the fucking Statue of Liberty is crying, you know? And the that Now I'm just a political cartoonist, <laughs> I guess. Um, that, why don't true. you tell these people where they can find us on, uh, on the internet? You can always find us on oh, the internet. The Can I just say before you even get into the fuck this, internet? There yeah. was a dude who accosted us before this thing started. Like, uh, it happens a lot when we record these podcasts that some rando walks up to us and just starts talking to us, regardless of whether we're already recording or not. <laughs> it was this like older dude, and he hits up David Zeller, and he's asking him about his computer. And Zeller's going off on fucking technical specs on his on his laptop. Zeller, he literally asked the question, "Is it a good internet computer?" You didn't need to give him all that technical stuff. He asked if it was a good internet computer. That tells you right there he doesn't know anything about what you're talking about. That's fair. I mean, I want people to have internet computers, though. <laughs> well, you didn't answer his question, though. It's a great internet computer. I, t- I, I, did. I did. I, t- I said it's a great internet computer. You can and access all the internets from this one device. If you if you know how to access the internet. Oh, but you can't have software on it. Oh, and you need to install these drivers and he's over here fucking like, "Does it have a mouse?" The heat that guy did not say any of those things. Yeah, pretty close. <laughs> he Where said can they find us. He said <laughs> none of those things. He uh, called it an internet computer. He did call it an internet computer. <laughs> That's fair. Um, you can find us at thedavesiknow.com. Um Listen. Sorry, davesiknow.com. Davesiknow.com. I am putting up my Champions League shit tonight. Look for that. It's amazing. It's so, so snarky. So goddamn snarky. Um, How many words is it now? It's Right now it's like 1,400 words. Fucking Steinbeck over here. By the time it's done, it's probably gonna be about sixteen hundred words. Um, you can like, literally rate and like our shit on every single podcast app that We're you have. Yeah. If you if you're you listen to us on Apple, great, rate like us, give us five stars, all that fun shit. Uh, Stitcher, cool, five stars, whatever, do all that shit. Um, <laughs> Not us. Facebook though. <laughs> Not Facebook though. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck Facebook. Um, <laughs> although we have we have a, a, a page that we've literally like, like I, black holes. I yeah. think the joke now is that we are not actually doing any work on that Facebook page. I don't think we ever can at this point. <laughs> um, all right, uh, you can follow Martin at at offensive underscore loons. You can follow me at. Texas Zeller. Um, you can follow the podcast at TDIKMN. That's pretty much that's that's it. My shoes literally just fell off. I think that means it's time to quit. All right, awesome. We are the Dave's You Know. This has been the Dave's I Know. We both know we can't do nothing at all.